0: We we both decided we we you you had pinged me so I figured okay cool like we can we can wait till you come on. Um,
1: All right, Sounds
0: good. So how was work?
1: Oh, not too bad. Um, everybody was giving me birthday well wishes. So. Cool, cool.
0: Is is it your birthday today, or is it gonna be your birthday?
1: Technically, in like an hour and fifteen minutes or so. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool.
0: Happy birthday, dude. Oh, thank you. It'll, it, you'll, you'll be, you'll be uh, a year older by the time we finish this podcast.
1: I will. I will. <laughs> With your powers combined, we are fanholes. Go. go, go, go fanholes. Fan fan holes.
2: Can't believe there's a chat room big enough. Hold all of our present bodies. Wow. (laughs) Of all the things I missed
1: about the show, I miss Tony being wrong always. We've already got a me. We don't need another me. (laughs) Oh boy, of the (laughs) sheer (laughs) episode. Ah, yes,
0: Derek. Lover of lobster women, defender of Starfire's fidelity.
2: I just want to know who is the consultant? No! I have
3: no heart! (laughs) nobody's gonna relate
0: to a, a talking cat that eats lasagna. I'll okay. do it, but I want to
2: be immediately killed afterwards. <laughs> Derek, in your Derek lair, do you have a list of that tells you, like, how to take down the other fan holes? Should we, like,
3: go crazy?
1: How does my stupid voice sound? You sound beautiful.
3: Like, ten times sexier. Good job.
1: No one gets us.
0: Because we don't explain it. Welcome back to another sandworm-tastic, shrunken, heterific episode of Fanholes Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Derek, Derek W.C., the host with the most. And I am not alone. I've got two other co-hosts with the most. Why don't you guys give a shout-out and let everybody know who's here tonight.
2: This is Justin, and I myself am strange and unusual
1: hey guys this is tony and come mr Tallyman, tally me banana yeah
0: daylight come and we want to go home yeah so <laughs> so uh this is the what is this justin how old am i what what is this the 35th anniversary the 30th anniversary i don't even know anymore what what anniversary 35. Is this? 35th 35th anniversary of tim burton's beetlejuice so this is a patented anniversary show, and I know I know Justin was was keen and eager to discuss Tim Burton's film *Beetlejuice*. And I know it's been a while since I've seen *Beetlejuice*, uh, so uh, I guess I don't know. What, 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 what did you did you tell me my my synopsis was good? Like *Beetlejuice* tries to help. Uh, uh, ghost couple get some people out of their house and then he gets eaten by a sandworm the end does that work does that tell You're everybody learning. that it that right. tells it that tells everybody the story all right a good paddling, I, I i feel like that leaves out like lydia and everything but like that's that, that's that's cool i guess you know but yeah this was this was w- w- this came out in 1988 right mm-hmm. okay and then, and then, I know I'm going to shock and appall people, but you know, you know, the the other thing, I, I, you guys have to see this coming. Like, like, I I I did enjoy this film when it came out, and I, I think when I watched this again, I I definitely enjoyed Michael Keaton <sighs> a whole bunch, and uh, but the the other thing that I have super fond memories of is uh the the cartoon that came out the following year like like so i i i have those as well so i think after i watched or rewatched the the film and and the other thing i guess i have to thank you for is this i think was one of the films i had on dvd and i upgraded to a blu-ray that i never opened the shrink wrap for so once again this show is uh continuing the saga to get me to uh to rip open that shrink wrap on the uh, the Blu-rays and DVDs and whatnot that I I have never bothered to open the shrink wrap on. So so again I did do that. So I, I think ultimately, you know, this this served multiple multiple purposes. But um, I don't know, like like what I I I, I I'm pretty sure uh, this is going to be a tired old hat for me. But like I. I'm pretty sure I saw this in the theater when I was a kid I think unless unless I watched it on home video like i I don't know i'm 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 a little i I know I saw it and I know I saw it like close to when it came out i I feel like I saw this in the theater so but um i I don't know don't hold me to that but but i I kind of feel like that's my experience with the film and then like i said i I have i have great oodles of nostalgia for the cartoon that was on ABC. Like, I feel like I woke up on Saturday mornings and watched it a bunch and I, I really liked it. And I mean, as a broad overview, like I think the thing that I took away most from this film was I had back when, you know, we had me and Tony remember this cause we're old. I had a, a cassette tape of the, the Beetlejuice soundtrack. And it had, you know, it had some of Danny Elfman's score and music, but mostly it was, you know, Deo and, you know, Tally Me Banana and, you know, the 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 whole the whole you know score work, work with Sonora. The, Yeah, yeah, and the, and soundtrack and everything. So like, and I remember, you know, playing that. First, you know, side A the whole way through, and then turn it around and play inside B. You know, <laughs> and and you know, shake, 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 senora. You know, like like all that stuff. So so I think that. And and I noticed on this Blu-ray, there's an option to just play the movie with with the music only. Kind of like I think Dark Crystal has that option too. But like, there's a lot of discs that have that option where it's just oh, you you just sit and enjoy the 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 soundtrack or what have you, to the visuals and stuff like that. But but that's kind of my my whole, I don't know, origin story deal with with Beetlejuice. But what about you guys? How did you both come to Beetlejuice?
2: This is a movie that I wanted to see and did not get to see because it was deemed too spooky-dooky. Mm. But I saw it anyway, and I cl- clearly remember the first time I saw it because... I was invited to a girl's birthday party, and this is a girl that I had known since kindergarten, and it was the first girl's birthday party I was ever invited to, and I Hmm. was the only – I was the only boy there. Um, So I clearly – (laughs) yeah. So I clearly remember that.
1: Yeah. I'm feeling a little uh, anxious, if you know what I mean. About six hundred years, after all. I wonder where a guy in everyday Joe like myself could find a little action.
2: Yeah. And I, I remember going there, and I was like, "Holy crap! I'm the only guy here," and feeling pretty nervous about that because I was. I think this was like the summer before fourth grade for me because I kind of. I was trying to figure out exactly when this came out on VHS because I'm, I I knew it wasn't like, you know, three months or six months, you know, like it is kind of now.
0: Right, right, right. It probably and would I, have been like at least a year. You
2: know? I, What I found was it – I found one on eBay that said 1991, and that seems mm. to jive with my memory. So anyway, okay. I remember being, you know, pretty nervous at this party because I had a crush on this girl, and I had known her for, you know, several years at that point. You know, I had cake and ice cream. Everything went well. And then we had a huge uh, water balloon fight that I won. And then afterwards, it was uh, everyone went into the den and watched the movie. And I was like, oh, what are we watching? We're watching Beetlejuice. And I was like, oh, wow, I wanted to see that. And I was not allowed to. And So I sat down and, you know, watched Beetlejuice with a room full of girls, uh, one of which I had a big crush on and the other one's. Mm. You know, weren't that bad either, for my memory, my memory serves. So that was the first time I watched the movie. And then I watched it again, maybe middle school. And then I didn't watch it again until about 2007. I come home from work, and uh, my roommate's on the couch, and he's like, dude, you got perfect timing. I'm about to watch one of my favorite movies, one of the best movies ever made. And I was like, Oh, we're watching star Wars. And he was like, no, he's like, get your ass over here. So I sat down and just Beetlejuice and I was like, Oh wow. Like I haven't seen this in forever. Mm. So we just sat there and ate popcorn and watched Beetlejuice and no one, I mean, that house was kind of like the party house and there were always people coming and going. Like it was just, it, it was, it was kind of impossible to live there which is why I moved out eventually. But, um, that was like one of those rare nights where like no one came over no one bothered us there was no drama or anything it was just like me and my roommate just sitting there watching a movie and then um i don't know it was one of those things where we had a good time and we would go to work and we would just like do random quotes from the movie and then um one night like we had a full house and my roommate was like chatting up this girl which he was prone to do And um, I was kind of keeping an eye on him. I was like, I wonder how this is going to go, because I don't know. She's kind of, uh, I don't know. I don't think this is going to go the way he wants to go. But I kind of, like, kept an eye on him. They were in the corner chatting, you know. And then uh, she kind of, like, he says something to her, and then she kind of, like, just gets up and leaves. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. And I watch her, and she, like, goes into his room and shuts the door. And I kind of look at him, and he walks over towards me, and he, he just kind of like slaps me on his shoulder and he goes, well, it looks like I'm next. <laughs> he walks onto his resume. <laughs> I just, I just started like, I just died laughing. Like I basically, I basically did what Derek just did. Like I had a bust out belly laugh and like everyone in the house, like turned and looked at me. They're like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I, I can't explain it. It'll take too long, but I'll, but uh, yeah. So like, and then um, after that, it kind of became, Like a minor Halloween tradition for me to watch this movie. Like uh, another friend of mine, we would usually like meet up on Halloween and watch, you know, spooky movies, or we would watch like Twilight Zone or Allowed Limits or something. And this was usually in the mix. And I kept thinking, like, he's going to get tired of this movie because we keep watching it. But no, it was like, I think we watched it like almost every Halloween for 10 years. And then like the last three years didn't get to. So I haven't seen this in, you know, quite some time but this is you know obviously if I'm watching it for 10 Halloween straight like I clearly love this movie which I do so when I was looking at the list of anniversaries I was like "Ooh, Beetlejuice like we have to like talk about Beetlejuice like we can't not talk about it
1: honestly uh when Beetlejuice first came out and the uh uh, promotion I thought it was a little too spooky for me a little too creepy and I I didn't want to watch it it kind of scared me and I was in middle school at the time, and there's this one kid, and just one day we're we're talking in class, like, and he just like kind of almost like Justin, like you know, it's so quotable. He just you know, like th- this girl was saying something, and she was like, you know, like being like you know, a, a middle school girl, you know, and just like you know, it was, like. I don't know if, like, you know, he, this guy likes me, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then. And like, the, the guy was just, like, you know, what if he just came up to you He was like, we've come for your daughter, Chuck. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, Beetlejuice. And I'm like, oh, I know Beetlejuice. And they're like, oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah, that's a good movie. And I'm like, and I had not watched it, so I was I was a poser at that point. I was like, yeah, it was hilarious. And then, um...
0: So, so you're telling me you, know, you, you were peer pressured into watching Beetlejuice?
1: <laughs> well, well, no. Like I, I figured like I didn't know it was like I was like the line made me laugh. I was like, wait, it, it just can't be like a horror movie. And it came on HBO and you know, the whole like you know, feature presentation. And I was like, I'm gonna watch Beetlejuice. And I, I guess just like Justin and probably you. I just fell in love with like the dark humor like you know it spoke to me it was like you know it, it it was not a safe movie as far as like it would take a joke and go there and I just really appreciated that I was like did this is this is a movie I, I why did I not watch this then I did watch the cartoon I'm not a, I'm not sure if I was the biggest fan as you were the cartoon there were some things that, like, it kind of bothered me, I guess. I don't know. I I have a whole year on you, Derek, so maybe I was too mature. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, I doubt that highly. I just think there was, like, I watched it. I watched a lot of the Beetlejuice cartoon. But it just, like, at the same time when I watched it, it wasn't, like, hate watching. It was just, like, there would just be little instances where I was, like, that's not like the movie. I mean, yeah, but
0: it, it definitely is not like the movie, but that's that's for yeah. sure. Like
1: Yeah, but like, you know, while I have not watched it in a very long time, and I didn't watch it today. I didn't watch it today for this. I don't have to. I, I have seen it so many times. You know, it's like that Star Wars thing where like, you know, I I could quote various, you know, scenes. Um, I have, like, half the the characters, like, you know, the names, you know, memorized. You know, you got the Maitlands, you got the Dietzes, you know, you got Oso, you know. It's like, they're just so memorable. And, you know, the sandworm, you know. And it, it it's, it's so visually, like, you know, crazy when I watched it. I, I love that because I, I have an artistic, you know, at least one artistic bone in my body. And then Michael Keaton like, totally blew me away because I, I was used to, like, Mr. Mom Michael Keaton and and then, you know, multiplicity Michael Keaton, you know, the the hairy dad or the the divorced guy who was trying to get back with his wife. And, like, you know, Beetlejuice was just a complete scumbag. And I loved it. I loved him. And, you know, th- there there was somebody, there was, like, some... Thing online or something that came out later on that like Beetlejuice was kind of why Tim Burton wanted Michael Keaton to be Batman because he was like, nah, this dude's got range. He he's not just, you know, Mr. Mom. And it also began my infatuation with Tim Burton in the in the uh, era I call the good Tim Burton stuff. Stuff like Ed Wood, Batman, and you know uh you know uh Nightmare Before Christmas like when when nobody said Tim Burton made a bad movie, you know, Edward Scissorhands, stuff like that, you know, it's like when he was really on a roll. And I think Beetlejuice really started it. And like you know, I I, I wouldn't say I have a love affair of this movie. That I like, you know, I just said I don't I don't watch it. I haven't watched it recently, but I have watched it many times. And even gushing about it at the beginning, there's still. A ton to talk about like you know like and i'm sure we'll get into it but yeah it just i was so annoyed that i was scared of a movie that was just a really good dark comedy and i was just like wow i i was stupid you know (laughs) why did did i not watch this
0: yeah i think you're right because the 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 whole this this is this is in some weird warped way like a precursor to michael keaton being batman right because this this establishes his working relationship with tim burton as a lead actor right like or you know a a featured role or what have you i mean that's kind of interesting too because i think when i was watching this again i i was thinking of you know the strict the strict rules of screenwriting and stuff and and i'm sitting there kind of going oh well look it's it, it it's um I don't even remember their names, but you know, Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin, right? Like, and I'm kind of like, technically, by the by the rules of screenwriting, these are the lead characters because you're introduced to them within like the first four minutes of of the movie's opening, right? And so the movie should, you know, they're they're the protagonists basically. And, and, you know, basically Michael Keaton's, you know, stealing the show as Beetlejuice. But he's also, like, the title character of the movie. And then I, I kind of think... I'm, I mean, I imagine, you know, maybe Justin feels the same way given his, uh, you know, I am also the strange and unusual or whatever. But, like, you know, Lydia always stood out, too, in this film and everything. And I, I, I think... I mean, I think that's why when it got converted into a cartoon you know they they were immediately like well what what about this would be appealing to a, a young audience and it's like well we, we got to have lydia cuz she's she's the kid you know like and 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 we got to have beetlejuice cuz he's the star and and it almost is like those you know the 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 family you know gets transposed onto you know it's like instead of Instead of what is it, Barbara and what's the other guy's name? I don't even know. Um, Adam. Barbara and Adam. It's almost like Barbara and Adam get the, 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 their their love <clears throat> and affection for Lydia, like that somehow gets transposed onto Beetlejuice, and Beetlejuice is like Lydia's best friend. And and I guess I, I you know what's funny? I I feel like like watching this, like and then watching the the cartoon brought back a lot of, uh, I don't know, I, I don't want to exaggerate. Like I feel like calling it a repressed memory, but I mean, it's not, it's not nearly anything like super serious ors. but like, re- remember that one, um, remember that one girl I told you about Justin that I went to grade school with and then, and then I, I, you know, made friends with her on Facebook like many, many years later or whatever. Like I'm almost positive, like, you know, the, you know, our, relationship, whatever you want to call it, at that point, you know, as, as little grade school kids, you you know, th- the height of it would have been, you know, 87, 88, you know, like, r- around when this movie came out. And I think, like, obviously, there's probably certain things about this that that are uncomfortable, right? Like, where, if you look at it, you know, like, you know, I think, you know, Gina Davis slash Barbara, you know, she she straight up calls... Beetlejuice, like I'm not gonna let that pervert around that little girl and all this other stuff. And by the end of it, you know, he's he's basically you know forcing her into uh, a marriage, right? So he can escape or whatever, right? So there's that aspect, and and so you know, it's like I I think the way people simplify it is, you know, oh Beetlejuice is a straight up villain in this movie, and if you compare it to the cartoon, it's like he's Lydia's best friend and I think I I mean this is this is the repressed memory aspect of it I think like my thought was if if that grade school you know girl that I was into all the way back then wasn't as into me as I was into her I was kind of like thinking to myself well shit if Lydia can be best friends with Beetlejuice then I got a shot you know, like like that kind of thing. Like, like, like I'm like, he, he eats fucking bugs. Like I gotta have a shot. Like, like, you know, like that, that kind of thing. So, you know, it it, it sort of reminded me of that. And and I, I do sort of I mean, I, I know it, it might be weird to think of that transition. And and you might even sit there and say, Well, what were they thinking? And I'm like, I'll tell you what they were thinking. They needed a cartoon for fucking Saturday morning, like, like, like they had to get rid of all the you know, shotgun wedding nonsense. Like they couldn't, they couldn't actually make an authentic, you know, true to this it, film, you know, cartoon. And, and Beetlejuice you know. is, a,
1: is, is a wacky, visually interesting character. Yeah. And, and,
0: and, and they had to make him, you know, kind of, kind of the like the, the, ev- it, it's almost like a bandaid, you know, rip off the bandaid version of the evolution of Freddy Krueger, where, you know, d- you know, by, by what the fourth and third movie, he's cracking jokes and, and, you know, almost like you know, you're you know friends with the audience. Do you know what I mean? So it's like he's not right, as scary. Yeah. It's like you're kind of yucking it up with him as he takes out all these you know hapless teenagers. You, you're you're
1: kind of wondering how he's going to kill the next victim. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, and I and I think that's that's the transition that it makes because I think people were so captivated by Michael Keaton's performance and and like you guys say, eminently quotable. You 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 no matter. You know, I don't know. For me, when I came back to it, the 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 performance that I was most drawn to again was Michael Keaton's as Beetlejuice and and he's got these great lines. I mean, I, I'd be willing to bet, you know, some of it was probably scripted. but I bet you, there was a lot of improv, you know, like he you know people forget because I or, or maybe they don't. but I mean, the the big blowback for him playing Batman was he was known as a comedian. He was a funny guy. Do you know what I mean? Like that was his yeah. whole thing, you know. Like and and that's why it was such a uh, rude kind of awakening when when he, you know, people are like, well, "You're gonna cast Mr. Mom as Batman," you know. And and and, and this <clears> was not something that people balked at, right? I mean, Beetle from Mr. Mom to Beetlejuice, they're just kind of like, "Yeah, he's a he, dude. He's a funny guy." Like the, you know, when 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 the. The the whorehouse pops up in the middle of the model, you know, and he's got all. He's like, oh, hey, what's going on, you know? Like, like, it, it, I don't know. Like the whole thing with that is 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 pretty great.
1: Yeah, yeah. He just he he has a presence in the whole movie, even if he's, but even even though the the movie is called Beetlejuice, but he's not there a whole lot, really, really. But I think you every know, time, every yeah. time he shows up, he all steals time. the fucking show, you know. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's insane. And, you know, I, I think one of the things I liked about it and uh, both you guys can chime in. I love creativity and like, there's so many movies that are horror based and this is a comedy obviously, but the, the, there's a haunting and it's like the, the humans are trying to get rid of the ghost in this movie. The ghosts are trying to get rid of the humans yeah, this and, is this is one of
0: those like twists or or subversions of your expectations that works, right? it's it it it's it's unique. and uh, you know, it's it's interesting. and uh, you know, and I, I guess in some ways, like what you're talking about, the artistic element of it, like I feel like that gives it a lot of rich world building, you know, like the 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 sandworms on Jupiter. like who? Who comes up with that? You know what I mean? Like, that's not a... I I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, right? Like, maybe there is some, I don't know, afterlife philosophy that involves worms on fucking Jupiter that I'm just ignorant of. But to me, I'm just kind of like, you know, there's something eminently unique about the vision, and I think that's why everyone...
1: Yeah, the the, the office for the recently deceased, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's It's like that... Those aspects of this film you know i i think that's why people began to see tim burton as a visionary because he created this rich tapestry and and you know for all intents and purposes like i mean it's not to downplay it but it's like oh this is this is just a comedy with the twist that the the ghosts are trying to you know get rid of the the, the you know the the humans are haunting the ghosts not the other way around right like that that's <laughs> right. that's the whole that's the whole gag of it or whatever you know so like you know I I just think that's that, that, you know, one thing beget the other. I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's like, you know, Beetlejuice beget, you know, Batman beget Edward Scissorhands. And, you know, I guess somewhere in between or before that Pee Wee Herman and all this other stuff. Right. Like, and, and you just went, went down that road and, and, and it, you know, I mean, like Tony says, eventually it turned into stuff like sleepy hollow and things that people aren't so you know crazy for or hot about, but, you know, I mean, When it initially hit, you know, you can see why Burton was perceived as a visionary and he had, you know, some great artistic vision. And it was something that they certainly exploited. Right. They're like, we can we can make toys out of this. We can make cartoons out of this. Like, this is going to be great. And 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 I think even, you know, what you were talking about, like Nightmare Before Christmas, like maybe at the time it wasn't fully. Appreciated, but I think in hindsight, right, it, it 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 became this this cash cow franchise where you know it's, like, it's become a classic. It's a, it's a classic. Like people are you know Japanese people buy toys of it, and you know just all kinds of stuff, right? Like so, like that. I I don't know. I I, I think that you know speaks to this. I mean, I I'm I'm trying to say a lot of nice things about this because the the the, the my only negative to watching this and, and and maybe i could just keep it brief and and be nice but i was sitting there going man besides katherine o'hara and michael keaton man did all these people turn out to have fucked up lives like i was like holy yeah. shit like like i was like you know th- you, you just go down the list i was like isn't he the oh yeah he is didn't he Oh yeah, he did. Like, you know, like am so said, they're going, didn't she have
1: four husbands? Holy shit. She did. You know, like, I, 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 th- I think Winona Ryder came out good in the end. She had a tough period, but she came out. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, I, I was just kind of like, man, like that there's a, there's a collection of, of, uh, you know, fucked up infamous Hollywood, Hollywood types, <laughs> if, if, if yeah. you've ever seen them, you know, like, but, uh,
2: since we're talking about the cast, I have a question. Like, what the heck is Dick Cavett doing in this movie? Uh, like, he's so I, out of place.
0: I, 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 you know, I mean, Dick Cavett was in Nightmare on Elm Street.
2: I mean, he, he yeah, but he was Dick Cavett. I don't think he's Dick Cavett here. He's like he, he's
0: he's like Delia's agent or something, yeah. right? Like, like yeah,
1: I, See, I mean, he, I, he, yeah, he, yeah. He's he's Mister Business. Yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining.
2: I like Dick Cavett. Like, he's you know the thinking man's like talk show that's what i always liked about him but i'm like i see him in this movie now and i'm just like what, what is he doing there like he's so out of place like it's just so it's so i mean i guess it makes sense right like it's so out of place it's so odd the movie itself is odd and out of place mm-hmm. i'm like I, is that what you were going for i mean, it's just it's unusual like usually when dick cavett's in a movie he's playing a version of himself right but i don't know it's just odd
0: I, well, well, I, I mean I, I thought he had great delivery at the end there when mm-hmm. he when he he makes his exit, right? He's like, if you want to scare people, do it with your art. You know, like and I was just <laughs> yeah. like, that's so fucking good. You know? Like that's that's why I think some of this stuff, you know, you know, maybe with Keaton and some of the others, you know, there must have been some aspect of of improv to some of this stuff, right?
1: Well, I, I would I would definitely say like, you know, the the more comedic actors like Catherine O'Hara. You know, like she was on scTV and stuff. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. she's she's used to that. And like and, and Michael Keaton was a stand-up comic originally. that's yeah. that was his yeah. that was his gig before he was an actor. And yeah, they did they, they just have that in their bones, you know, it's in' it's in their juice, I guess you would say. I, I was going to say something real quick. If anybody's not seen Beetlejuice, just really quick, a really nice couple who lives in any town USA find their dream home and they die unexpectedly and the worst people move into their house and they're they're artsy fartsy frou-frou like yuppies who are very fake but they have a really nice daughter named Lydia who's a goth chick and they the the ghost befriend her and they find out about this uh being called Beetlejuice and they a, they a human yeah. human exorcist Yes, yes, he's a human exorcist, and they they kind of hire him. Like they 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 make a devil's pact. They don't really know that that what they, they have to give up Lydia. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 that's like the premise. So, like you know, in case anybody hasn't seen this, I'm sure there's not many people who haven't seen Beetlejuice. But just to let you know the listeners know like that that's the the, the premise of the the, the movie, and. I, I, I think, like you know, when you were saying, like the I, I just called them the Maitlands. That's that's their last name. They're a right, married couple. Right, right, right. Yeah, Eddie and Davis. Yeah.
0: I'm like, man, that fucking dog, fucked them over, huh? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Just just stay on the rail, little fuck. Was, didn't do it, you know. <laughs> you you know what's funny about that is, like that 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 opening scene has a very. Um, almost like six Sense vibe, where you're like, "Oh yeah, they fell into the water, but now they're dripping with water, and they came home, right?" Like, like you don't think of anything of it, right? And then they slowly start it was like to it was like, out, "Oh, close
1: call," you know? Like, you know oh, yeah,
0: damn. yeah. And then and they figure out, "Oh, they can't leave the house." There's this handbook for the recently deceased, and you know that that, that You know what? You know what is is ultimately like? Uh, uh, how do I explain it? Many religions, many uh, uh, philosophies, you know, e- even even the most desperate of people, right? You think, you know, somebody commits suicide or whatever, right? Like it's a horrible thing, but there's there's that sense of okay, you know, or or, or maybe maybe you're suffering from a horrible disease or or what have you, like whatever the case may be, and you die. There's that sense of people want to say, okay, well, at least you know, at least the suffering's over, you know, at least they found release and you watch something like this and you're like, holy fuck being dead is just as fucking annoying and bureaucratic and sucky as being alive, you know, like, and it's just like, there's a handbook. Like, it's like, they gotta, they gotta stand in line, like the fucking DMV, like, you know, and you're just like sitting there going, holy crap. Like, and, and I guess that's, you know, a commentary you know a metatextual commentary on society right but but still like there's that aspect where you're like holy crap like you can't just you know the, the whole thing you know rest in peace right The the key word being peace right and you're sitting there watching this going man there's not a whole lot of fucking peace in this version of of uh of being dead right like you know so and i, I guess that's where some of the the, the black comedy comes from right
1: yeah, even to the point where the deets is, you know, at first they're like trying to ignore it and they're like, you know, you know, ghosts are real. They're not real. And then, like, you know, because of, but kind of because of Lydia, it's not intentional. She's not trying to, she's trying to, she's trying to make her parents like be like, you know, leave them alone. You know, they're, they're good people. But then they, they, they try to like sensationalize them. They're like trying to, like cash in on the fact that they're haunted, right? You know? Right. They're,
0: they're, yeah. They're carnival barkers or something like that, like trying to get the big time investors to come down and and invest in their haunted house or some such. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's crazy. And like you know, the 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 Dietzes are terrible people. Like Lydia's is good. Lydia Lydia is a is a is a nice girl, but like the, they they are so they it, they're 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 high they're high money trash. They're they're rich trashy people. Is is Lydia a nice
0: girl? Like, I mean, I mean, I, I and I don't mean to be contradictory. Like, like I I think I like Lydia. I, I think Lydia has problems. Like, like I I think I don't know. I, I find that whole
1: arc. Interesting. She's emo. She's emo as fuck. She is emo. Well,
0: well, see, th- th- see, that's something I wanted to talk about because because I and I'm curious how Justin feels about this too. But like, I feel like in the movie. She's, you know, a Goth emo, kind of like, you know, I am utterly alone. you know, and and, and they're 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 kind of making fun of it, too, right? it's not it's not really taken very seriously. And yeah, through put on a nice dress, Lydia, you know, oh, God, you know, yeah, yeah, right, right. right. and 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 through Adam and Barbara, mm-hmm. like almost it, it's so odd because th- th- those, you know, her real mother and father are not only, yuppie trash posing as as hoity-toity upper crust right but like there's some aspect of of them as um yuppie baby boomers like in in or or even you know i don't know former hippies or something like you know you know what it reminds me of justin it reminds me of the the dark knight returns you know it reminds me of carrie kelly's parents like like where's our where's our daughter, babe? Like we're too stoned to realize she's out leaping on rooftops as Robin or whatever. Yeah, like like that that they 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 had an offspring and they're highly inconsiderate of it or or don't take that into account. And then if you pay attention to the backstory, like uh, her father is her her uh, uh, biological father, but her mother is not, right? Like, right, like that's yeah, that's yeah. what they get at, right? So so she's from a broken family. Like her father had to get a divorce from the mother or maybe the the mother died. I don't you know, I don't know. They don't
1: really say, right? So so yeah, well, and, and there, there there's also subtle context that like he kind of married up too. Okay, okay. And and see there's
0: there's another there's another spin on it, right? And so so that to me seems to be enough of an inciting incident for her to become the the Goth persona that she is. But once you have Adam and Barbara in the picture, even though they're ghosts, even though they're dead, you can see that they love Lydia. they, you know, and they support her and everything. and And the thing that I wanted to mention was at the end of the film, she's not a Goth anymore. She's not emo. She's wearing the the, the little schoolgirl outfit and she comes home and she's dancing and having fun and you know whatnot. Like and and so I don't know. To me, that's you know why? That, that's an arc.
2: You know why? Because she at the beginning of the movie, um, what's her name? The uh realtor, Janet or whatever, like she says to them, she says, You don't need a house this big, you need, you know, like this is for like a, a family house. And she's mm-hmm. like, it's made clear. They can't have kids they've tried and they even kind of joke about oh we got this two-week vacation we could try again the reason lydia is so different at the end is because like they each got what they wanted like she finally got right. parents to pay attention to her and they right. finally got a kid that they could raise right right that's why she's so happy and that's why she's no longer uh you know weirdo goth chick or whatever and and and
0: see and then let me go back to that weirdo goth chick everybody's going to be offended right but like that's that's the whole point right like 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 it's it's that whole like missing chapter of clockwork orange where eventually you grow the fuck up like you stop being a droogie and doing all this dumb shit and you 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 get a job and you're a fucking bean counter slave like every fucking buddy else you know what i mean like like you just you you do the thing and you grow the fuck up and like that and 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 i'm you know she's still a kid but but there's there's well, an aspect of her where it, she's even grown even up. In the, and and even just to finish the thought, like the thought that I had was if if this was something that was remade today, like and, and it's it and it, it's proven to me, even though I like it, and I do really, really like it, to me, it's proven by the cartoon, because the cartoon she has to be the goth girl like like because she it's like that's more easily identifiable in in something like a cartoon it's like she she has to fit that little mold and can't evolve out of that you know just like a comic character you know it's like spider-man's got to be eventually spider-man like he can't you know people freak out he gets married he has kids he does whatever like they they lose their shit right he's got to stay a fucking 20 something for the rest of his fucking life or whatever, right? Like, and, and, you know, with, with Lydia, it, it's almost like she can't, you, you, what, what Justin is saying, that this whole, I am happy now, like, it can't, I'm not saying she's not happy in the cartoon, but what I'm saying is the, the happiness at the end of this movie is a different thing and it's okay that she abandons that persona whereas i i feel like if this was remade today it it'd be this thing where like somehow that's insulting like that that you can you know like like if you if you had to be I don't know emo or whatever, you know, like it's the, like the, the golf
1: the, persona would be like, this is who I am, and right, this is right, and
0: and and don't be ashamed of me or whatever, right, and 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 sometimes that applies to us as like comic nerds or whatever, you know, sometimes people get their feathers in a ruffle, and and you know we we constantly talk about it. It's like there were the 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 quote unquote dark days where it wasn't cool to be a a geek or a nerd or whatever. And I, I honestly don't think that's necessarily gone away. Otherwise, you wouldn't have had all these news articles of people freaking out, going, uh, holy crap, there are people over the age of 40 that buy toys. Like, what's going on? Like, you know, and these people that don't understand the whole culture and landscape and the reality that the only people that are still buying toys are adults that are trying to recapture their nostalgia from their childhood and that kids don't actually buy toys because all they do is fucking play iPads and, I don't know,
1: what whatever else. I, I, do today. I, I have family members who make fun of me for buying toys, and I tell them, yeah, I know, I could be buying crack instead. Right, right. Like, I mean, you know, but but but, but that's all, like, symbolic, right? Like,
0: I mean, Lydia could... I mean, I, I'm exaggerating, right? But the, the emo thing could have been Lydia could have been a crack whore the whole movie right and by the end <laughs> right. of it she she's not Right, like, and 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 that should be a good. No, I'm just saying that should be a good fucking thing, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 I feel like sometimes people are like, no, a crack whore is who I am, and you're just like, (laughs) you're just like, well, wait a minute, that's your identity, like, and you're proud of it, like, why, like, like, you know? So at some point you have to just like, either you have to decide to stop being a crack whore, or you fucking die of being a crack whore, right? And it's like either your emo and and you're proud of it or eventually you're so emo that that because she was gonna throw herself off into the river you know she was gonna kill herself
1: she she, she had said she she had suicidal thoughts and she wanted to like she was she was into it she was like i just want to off myself i hate my life yeah anyway that that was just you know She, she, she actually like she actually admired the Maitlands because they were dead Right well was, or
0: at yeah. least I, I think I think Justin still hit the the nail on the head she she was looking for happiness and she thought somehow she could achieve that happiness by being dead like these people that she wanted to yeah. be recognized by who who she saw recognized her, right and that's not necessarily true, right that's why that's why Barbara, I think says oh no, 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 honey, like you should never like don't do that but but they still, you know, share a life with her, you know, they, they, they live in harmony, which, which is also kind of like a subversion of expectations. Cause most times you think, you know, a normal ghost story, right? Like, oh no, they want you the fuck out of the house. And the ghosts have to be exercised or banished, or Dean and Sam have to come in with their fucking salt shakers and blow <laughs> the ghosts away, or you know, what, whatever you're expecting, right? Whereas this call is
1: call the Ghostbusters, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Call the Ghostbusters, get them in the trap, you know, like whatever. But in this case, this is, you know, they, 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 they're living in harmony, right? Like by the end of it, and it's like that's that's kind
1: of cool, you know. Well, no, no, what I was going to say was it's, it's it's also interesting that like, you know, you're talking about like the the supplanted mom who's like you know the (laughs) mother-in-law and and like she she openly defies them and is kind of a pain in the ass to to her parents not on you know not unwarranted they are terrible parents you know whenever they do pay attention to her you know they either ignore her or write her off but she's just like whatever you know okay you know you guys suck and at the end of the movie like you were saying you know she seems to be becoming more well-adjusted and it's even shown because the, the, the Maitlands, they're like, you know, how was school? And she was like, Oh, you know, yeah, I gotta do homework and you know, like, but can we do the thing? And they're like, are you going to do your homework? And she respects them. She's like, you know, like, yeah, you know, like I'm going to do my homework, but can we do it? You know? And then you get the whole shakes, shakes and or thing because they, they, they appreciate her. They're like, we can have a little bit of fun before you got to do your homework. You know, it's wholesome. Damn it. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I think it is
0: like, like it's, it's, it's kind of odd that like, I don't know to me the, the, the part of it that's odd is like, Oh, you know, the, the dad is still in his study going, Oh, she must've gotten some good grades. Cause I can hear the music, you know? And I'm just like, you're still so fucking uninvested in your fucking daughter, dude. Like, that's so funny. <laughs> like, come on, man, but whatever. I, I, it's like they have living fucking nannies who are ghosts that are the real parents or whatever. But yeah, right. I mean, but yeah, I like I liked. Um, I mean, I liked Winona Ryder in this. I mean, I think I think I think this is where Tony can turn the tables on me because I was, you know, I think what 19, 1988, I would have been like eleven years old. So like, I thought she was cute. You know what I mean? Like like, and and then I think you know, that, that turned into watching Heathers later because all the kids at school thought that was the coolest movie ever. And you know what I mean? Like, so, So, you know, I, I, I think, I you know, you, you understood why Winona Ryder became Winona Ryder, right? Whereas in this, she was just kind of a cool child actress or whatever, you know, that you didn't quite know who she was at this point, you know?
1: Uh, I'm sorry, I was just putting in a report to a watch list. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know.
0: <laughs> Shit, man. She's play, <laughs> But, but, but I'm saying, if 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 we stood together today, like, who, who's who's to say who is older than who, right? Like,
1: oh, I'm not gonna go through this again. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, but, uh, but but no, To 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 one of your other points, though, I will say this though, the the Goth Lydia in the cartoon. I thought also was necessitated, not just because of visual or st- storytelling. It's it's because like you said, she becomes friends. Well, not friends, but she becomes a, a, a adoptive daughter to caring quote unquote parents. And with the Beetlejuice cartoon, her being and still being goth plays into the fact that she's totally into the occult with this crazy fucking ghost. Right. That's right. her best friend. Yeah, yeah.
0: Beet- Beetlejuice is her best friend in the cartoon and then and then she's friends with everybody in the what they call the Netherworld in the cartoon, right? Like so so it 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 works on that that vein or whatever. Right. Yeah. I I'm 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 dovetailing around, but did you like like one of the other fond memories I have of Beetlejuice in general? Did you guys ever have any of the Kenner toys?
1: Beetlejuice <laughs> Yahoo!
3: It's showtime! Hey, annoying hombres making you do stuff you hate. Don't lose your head. Make them history. Ah! Think that's scary? Watch this! Whoa! That
0: went
1: right through me. Did you see that? Ah! Now watch this. First, a double team. Boom! Ah! Now, a double scare. Ah! Nobody beats me. Ah! Ah! So when
3: you want to scare somebody, give me a call.
1: Beetlejuice! 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 I
0: I, I, I think it's funny, like, like, uh, although I can rant and rave about, you know, Rainbow Sherbert Batman or whatever the different versions of Kenner Batman, Arctic Blast Batman, you know, Street luge Batman and 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 rant and rave and get all mad like I just want a classic Batman, you know, Iron Wench Batman or Detective Batman or, you know, whatever the classic version is. And I don't need all these other fucking Batmans like the, the, the only Beetlejuice figures I ever bought from the Beetlejuice figure line from Kenner were Beetlejuice. And I think I bought three of them. And the reason why I bought all three was because I, I liked this movie so much. And there was like one of him in sort of the, the black and white pinstripe suit. And then you could put on like a little head that made him look like the the carnival barker thing when he he hammers yeah he was like two. the
1: circus like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. funhouse guy yeah
0: the funhouse guy or whatever like you know step right up you know like that that juice there was spiky then, one wasn't there and then and then the 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 other Beetlejuice I had was the the one in the red tux that you know that he gets married to Lydia in you know or is trying to get married to Lydia in. And then, and then I think there was one kind of like when he rises out of the grave, but it was a little more colorful, you know, like kind of like I I think I called that one like uh, Pirate Beetlejuice, or you know what I mean, or or like Shantytown Beetlejuice, or what you know. I don't know what I don't know what it was really called, but you know. Anyway, the the reason why I bought those was because they all reminded me of you know quote unquote real you know going back to Batman and wanting to get a Batman that looks like Batman. Like there were three Beetlejuices. For figures that looked like Beetlejuice, so that was were the ones I went after, the ones that I thought looked the most like, like the film, basically.
1: Yeah, I, I, and I never had any of the toys. I, I saw them, and and they looked really cool. They were actually very detailed. But yeah, I just I, I think maybe at that point I was out of toys for that hot minute, and it, it it was still like you know, and or or also just I mean, it's like another movie line, and like I was like, you know, even back then I was like. You know, how many toys do I need? You know, it's like, do I need Beetlejuice fighting Octopus Prime? You know, <laughs> right, right, right. I mean,
0: I, I, I don't know. It was, it was like somewhere in the nebulous area because I feel like the toy line w- was not unlike the movie, but it also was not unlike the cartoon. But it was somewhere in the middle, you know. So like, it, it, it could appeal to either, either party, I guess. The the other thing I saw, I don't know if this is still a thing or not, but when when I was looking around, I I saw they had these really like expensive high level, you know, you know, the, the the modern day action figure, like high articulation and all this stuff where they they look just like the the animated cartoons. Like there was a figure of Lydia and Beetlejuice and shit like that, and I was like, "Wow. Like that's kind of neat."
1: Yeah, I, I yeah um, that that's like something I probably would be interested in, but like I would still you know see it be like oh that's 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 like an interesting thing. W- were you a fan of the the cartoon Justin?
2: I know I watched it when it was on, but I've not watched it since then, so I have like scant memories of it. So it's hard for me to really talk about it, but I definitely remember watching it and liking it.
0: Yeah, I, I I remember, you know, I I'm I'm that doofus that when Ghostbusters and Beetlejuice came out on DVD and Blu-ray and whatever, I was the one that was like, "Can we watch the two cartoons that are special features first, please?" Like that was that was me being a doofus or whatever. But when the uh, when that box set came out of like all four seasons of the Beetlejuice thing, I did buy that. So, I mean, that's me. But but uh, yeah, like I said, I think I think Beetlejuice I had on DVD, and then I must have upgraded it to a Blu-ray at some point because I did have to crack open the the cellophane on
1: that. Right. I, I think an interesting uh, question to posit to to any of us: Beetlejuice obviously was a very singular movie, but there there have been like you know reports over the years, even oh, like oh, oh, of a sequel. Yeah, Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian or whatever. Do you think Beetlejuice needs to have a sequel or have a reboot or just leave it alone? Like, what what do you guys think?
0: I mean, at this point, just leave it alone. I mean, maybe maybe if it was like in nineteen ninety two or something when you know half these people weren't on trial or arrested or what have you or or eating bugs or whatever they've been doing lately. You know, may, maybe then, but, you know,
1: not not now. What, what about you, Justin? Would you, would you be in for a Beetlejuice sequel?
2: I don't think it's necessary either. I mean, would I go see it? I think it would depend on, like, how well I would, like, buy into the trailer. Like, that's usually, you know, the trailer or just plain boredom. Those are usually my factors in deciding to watch a movie. I'm like, well, the trailer looks pretty good. Or I'm like, well... You know, I'm bored. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll give this a try. And sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. But like, <laughs> is it uh, to me? I feel like it's like RoboCop. Do we need more RoboCop? No, like leave it alone. We should have just stopped at one RoboCop. Just stop at one Beetlejuice. You guys can throw tomatoes at me. I don't care. No, no, no,
0: that's fine. I'm I've I'm no, sure
2: in, in over the RoboCop comments.
0: Oh, no, I know. I know. And I, I think that's <laughs> fine. I, I respect your opinion about that. Like like that's fine. I, I I was about to say, I think uh, I mean, I'm sure people are throwing their own tomatoes at me that I'm dodging when I, when I say certain <laughs> things too, right? Like you know, it, it me, you know mean liking cartoons better than movies sometimes that are classics or whatever. so i'm I'm sure we all have our tomatoes to dodge, but I, I I get what you're saying. Like like a lot of the times, you know, sometimes it's like this this was a good movie and you didn't need. Uh, something that was a watered down derivative sequel, and 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 maybe you're happy that that never happened with Beetlejuice. And you know, I mean, admittedly, dude, RoboCop two sucks. So like, I get it. Like, I totally get it.
1: Yeah, you don't you don't need the Shawshank Redemption two, two Shank two Redemption. You know, it's like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, but what if they gave Beetlejuice access to a jetpack? Would you be in then?
1: Um,
0: I, I mean, I I think maybe there was a Kenner action figure that did have a jetpack. Jet. I
2: mean,
1: it might
0: be possible. You know, you
1: know. My, my my favorite was Street Luge Beetlejuice. That was that was a great one. Street Street Luge Beetlejuice. I'm I'm the street
0: I'm the street racer with the most babe. <laughs> I'm the ghostest with the coastest. If, if if there is a street luge Beetlejuice, can he be like on like team up with the Fast and the Furious cast or something? Because that
1: I might pay money to watch. It is all about family.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's been a long day without you, my friend. Vin- Are Vin- you still Vin- 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 dead again? <laughs> Vin Diesel Vin- 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 Vin-
2: Vin- Vin- like, needs Beetlejuice's help to find the Buster in the afterlife. <laughs>
0: <laughs> way, to, way to stay classy filmmakers
2: <laughs> by the way send your angry emails to fanelspodcast.com
1: <laughs> uh, uh. man uh, talking about tomatoes
2: oh. <laughs> I, I can't sleep I don't know if the bus is in heaven or hell help me Poodle Juice uh, I don't know where that accent came from I made him sound like uh, I don't know what that's not...
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll do it, but if you do it, you gotta marry me, boss. <laughs>
0: Vin, Vin Diesel in a dress and Michael Keaton in a red tux. Let's do it, Larry. Let's greenlight that shit. Let's go.
1: Uh, oh, um, what oh, oh, One thing I, I, I did want to mention, because of the, the visual style... There's a lot of little side characters in this. There's there's the uh, I forgot her name, but there's the uh, counselor who oh, who Juno who, Juno right Juno yeah yeah who who smokes through her stoma. There's there's the 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 the, the, the fucking headhunter who's got like two seconds of screen time, but you're like you know like hey how's it going? You know? <laughs> like he drinks his head. you know?
2: I always like the the dead football players because mm. especially when they come back they're like, Coach, I don't think we survived that crash.
1: <laughs> you think <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the door guy, the, the 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 guy going down the fucking uh, bureau in the door, like like he got trapped in the door or some sort of shit No, he got ran over by like a steamroller. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, just like so cool visuals and stuff. Do, do you know why I thought it was a spooky, scary movie? And you both can laugh at me. You both can laugh at me. You know why? Because it was made into a joke in the movie. When both the Maitlands tried their best to be scary. Oh, okay. And, like, yeah, yeah. like Adam pulls was, his face out yeah, and you know like interesting? Does that. there was I think there
0: was a toy of Adam in that Kenner line that that look with the eyeballs and the the face that was all stretched out. Like, I think there was actually a toy of that, like,
1: right? yeah, yeah. A- a- and in the movie, I was kind of vindicated because Lydia was kind of horrified by them, right, right, right.
2: I thought you were going to say you were scared when they put the sheets on, and you were you were like had this weird phobia of people wearing sheets trying to scare you or something. You,
1: you I, know- I, I had, yeah, PTSD from the Charlie Brown Christmas special, uh, Halloween special. <laughs> you, you know that that's an
0: interesting point that uh, it made me think when Tony mentioned that because Barbara's the one who's able to change back immediately, and Adam's the one who has problems with it. And I feel like consistently in this movie, whether it's you know Beetlejuice being a horn dog or w- whatever, like Barbara's always there, and like she learns the the lay of the land to be a ghost much quicker than Adam. And like, it, 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 you know, talking about Barbara and Adam as the protagonists, like the main characters, like even though they're wholesome and quote unquote. Boring enough, you know, whatever white bread enough, quote unquote, or whatever, to get excised from the cartoon, or, or you know, whatever. But like in this, like, I, you know, it, it, I know there was the whole joke about, you know, Jennifer Lawrence is like, oh, I'm the first female action lead, and everybody's pointing to, you know, Sigourney Weaver and and and, um, you know, <coughs> uh, 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 Linda Hamilton and and you know this, this long list of fucking. Female action heroes that
1: came Um, way before Jennifer. Reese Nielsen as Red Sonia. Thank you. (laughs) Right, right. What,
0: whatever, whatever. There's, there's, there's (laughs) there's plenty of them, right? Like that were classic and not so classic. Okay, But, but I guess what I'm trying to get at is this isn't an action movie, but if you want a strong female protagonist in a film that doesn't put up with Beetlejuice's guff and perviness and all this other stuff that, that loves and cares about, you know, this surrogate daughter. I mean, you know, like, and, and yes, Adam plays a role in, in saving, you know, uh, saving, uh, Lydia from Beetlejuice's, you know, wedding ring or what have you. But ultimately the, the, the bitch who comes in riding on the sandworm is Barbara. Like, like sandworms are supposed to be just like Dune, like the most deadly thing there is in this, this world building universe. So if she can, you know what I mean? Like she goes from not knowing anything about being a ghost to taming a sandworm and saving the day with her husband. Right. Like, and then, and then they live harmoniously together as much as these kind of, uh, you know, dysfunctional people can. So like, I don't know. I I just felt like it's worth pointing out. Like, you know, you know, people, you know, want to look back at things and go, Oh, this is not, you know, I don't know, whatever. This isn't progressive enough. This isn't whatever enough. And I'm just kind of like, dude, look at this. This is fine. Like, she was... I mean, you know, no no matter what you feel about Gina Davis and and her four fucking marriages and how much of a weirdo she is in real life, like, Barbara, (laughs) the character, like, is is a a wholesome character and and took care of business and, and was always a step ahead of all the fucking men in this movie, and she was a good character. So... Anyway, another end of rant. Like where it's like, you know, that's, you know, it's it's not like it's some fucking mystical unicorn that you can't find. It's just that you're you don't bother to look for it, right?
1: I gave more shit for Cutthroat Island than anything else, but um <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but, but But no, it is it, also like again by like beats in the movie the 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 mainlands are bad at haunting at, at first, at first. And like one of my favorite scenes is is the you know Daylight Come scene where they make all the guests do the dance and they're all like, you know, basically possessed. And then like at the end, the fucking zombie hands grab their faces, pull them down, And you know, like don't boom, you know, like and they, they fly back in their chairs. And it is funny, like as as viewers were like, you know, that's hilarious, but like in real life, that would be fucking kind of fucking frightening. But all of them like they think that's the greatest thing in the world, and the poor Maitlands are like, we did a good job, you know, we we were really scary, and and that's where, like like you know, this character thing builds. Because like I said Barbara does get good, you know. She gets good at her job. She's the one who says, "Come here, I have an idea." Like she, she's the
0: one who came up with the Deo you know, possession seance or what you know, whatever you call it, right? Like that's that that's her handiwork, you know. So it's like she she grows as as a character, you know, from from begin. Like like again, going back to screenwriting, you know, it's like she's in the first four minutes, so she's the main character and then and then she grows as you know she learns more and everything and 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 if there's an obstacle they have to overcome in this movie it's beetlejuice and who overcomes it with the help of her husband but but she's the one that, you know, Barbara's the one that overcomes the obstacle. She makes Beetlejuice get eaten with a fucking sandworm. And then he goes to the waiting room because he's like, I don't know, it's like he's dead again. You know what I mean? Like like he's he's a ghost, but he's dead again. So he's back in the waiting room with all the... The you know the voodoo guy and the 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 the, the headhunter you know who who was also on the cartoon by the way, so
1: yeah, well, well I mean I mean that's the that's the whole uh, that's that's Beetlejuice's whole uh, uh, deal. He's stuck in the netherworld unless you say Beetlejuice Beetlejuice Beetlejuice.
2: You know what really sells the whole Dayo scene for me is like just to watch Catherine O'Hara especially like her facial reactions like mm. she's like. So confused, but she's still like you know doing she's the lip syncing. She's still
0: lip-syncing. totally, totally committed to the yeah, the dancing and the lip syncing. Like when yep. she's like, she's like moving her hips, and it's almost uh-huh. like highly sexualized. But then you see like the expression on her face where she's like, "What the fuck is like, happening?" What am I doing? Yes, yes, it's it's very <laughs> it's great. very well done.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah, you buy it. You 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 like especially her. I mean, yeah, I'll give her the most credit. But yeah. You buy that the, these people are being possessed, you know. It's like you know they they're doing something they don't want to do, and that that's 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 good acting. That's just good acting, you know. I also enjoy like I, I mentioned Otho earlier. I, I I love in any ghost movie, whether it be serious or or a comedy, where they have the the medium or the 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 psychic advisor. And they just fucking trash him and make him, uh, him or her, like you know, a, a, a complete charlatan, which they do with Otho, even though they're real ghosts. They, like they, they totally just like fucking drag him, and they just you know he he turns into a big you know sniveling coward, you know.
0: So is like is like Otho supposed to be like the funny male version of uh, What's Your Face from Poltergeist? That's like,
1: Carolyn! like I, I <laughs> right, forget, yeah. what, that, I forget is, what that. This house I is clean. Yeah, uh, I forget what that lady's
0: name is, but yeah,
1: yeah, and yeah, it's it's well, because well, he's also pretentious and and you know hoity toity, and he thinks he's the the, the shit. You know, it's like th- there was one thing I was like kind of curious about. It, it, was there something more to the weird like balcony that just leads to a door? Was that supposed to kind of be some kind of symbolism for afterlife or something, because it's a door that leads nowhere. Like if you step out the door, you're just gonna fall off a fucking ledge.
0: Oh, oh, you you
1: mean like the their attic? No, there, 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 there's like this like you're walkway interior of the house. Oh, but that's
0: yeah. that's just that's just supposed to be the shitty interior designer,
1: right? I mean, that's okay. Also. So. Okay, so it's just it's, it doesn't mean anything more. I thought about some, no, no, they no. opened it a couple of times and they like they, they they play music when they open it sometimes and I don't know. It's just it seemed no, no. like it was kinda like, yeah, I don't
0: know. No, no, but I mean but you're talking about how the exterior of the house just has that one wall but no roof on it, right? Yeah, and there's a door at the end. Yeah. Right. That I mean, I'm like, that's the joke. Like like <laughs> like that I mean that, that it's it's supposed to be like you know like what we were talking about like those new york yuppies you know like like she makes art that's ugly like and and supposedly they're totally zen and in sync you know so few clients can read my mind you know like like <laughs> yeah. like all that shit it's like they're they're totally in sync and of course like that's the whole point the humans are haunting the ghosts that's why when they go away for 3 months and come back and see the house that's why uh fucking you know adams like this is our house bar, you know, like, holy shit. They, they've made this some weird Andy Warhol fucking, you know, nightmare of a house. Right. And it's supposed to be this nice little country home, but instead they're trying to make it this artsy fartsy, you know, a Basquat Picasso, what, you know, whatever mabob house, you know, you're just kind of like sitting there going like, what,
1: like, what are you doing? You know? Okay. So I, 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 I kind of got the joke while missing the point of the joke. It's like because it doesn't mean anything. But it's I don't, I don't, to them. To so. them. To, to them.
0: Other. other, other than other yeah. than Otho is is uh, a wacky doodle interior designer. Like I, th- I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't think there was any kind of you know. Uh, okay. You know. Higher I meaning mean, to that.
2: I mean, if you want to try to connect the door that goes nowhere. To the door that's drawn with chalk to the afterlife. I guess you could make that argument, but I think mm. I think Derek's correct with his analysis. It's meant to be more of that hoity-toity like artistic, nothingness bullshit.
1: Like
0: we're we're artsy. Look at our house that has no roof, you know, like and a door that leads to nowhere, you know, like like isn't isn't that isn't that avant-garde, you know, you know that I I think that's all it's really supposed to be.
1: Yeah, probably probably more symbolic would be the the model of the town that adam made that beetlejuice lives in kind of more or less he like right, you right. know is there a lot because it's like oh this was your dream life this is what you wanted and i'm here and you know what you can't really live here you can you can't even leave your fucking house you know it's like kind of symbolic you know like you know i was joking with Justin the other night you know what i you know did the whole thing where they 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 have that conversation with Beetlejuice, and he's like, you know, nice fucking model, haw haw, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do do you, do you think that's also kind of like something that is, uh, you know, a, a good part of the story? Like the, the the not having children, notwithstanding. At this point, Gina Davis, you know, is is very well, not very, but rather young she's like you know probably like late late 20s early 30s like do you think this also supposed to kind of hit you in the feels that like it's a young couple without children and you know they're they're about to like experience the life they want to live in this little farm cottage and it just just goes to hell you know, yeah. it is dark.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. It's supposed to yeah. I mean that that that's the whole point. Like, like that that's screenwriting 101. You're introduced to them in the first four minutes and they make you care about them in the first four minutes. You know what I mean? Like you you feel bad for them. You're like, oh look, they're just trying to have a vacation. You know, Adam's trying to get some while they are on vacation. He's trying to build his little <laughs> models and shit. Like it, it, and 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 then they kind of drop the thing about, oh, well, yeah, maybe they had trouble with it. Not that it's like devastating because it's a comedy, but they just they just kind of let you know they tried and they, they 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 haven't been able to do it. And they really, you know, maybe maybe they they wanted a family, but you know, when the the one realtor comes over and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, honey, I didn't mean to bring that up, you know, and that's all they say about it. But yeah, you you're, you're supposed to, you know, uh, uh, be be, you know, simpatico with with those characters. I mean, I think, and and that was that was something that was interesting to me because I was I was watching it and I'm like, wait a minute, are they dead? And then I was like, oh wait, they haven't died yet. And then oh, that's right, they they go to get the model, they go on the bridge, then they die and they come back and they're dead. And you know, I'm uh, slowly remembering it as I'm watching it. But like you're You're supposed to, you know, kind of you know, they're 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 your through line, right? Like like they're they're the 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 tool you use to learn about this world that Tim Burton's created that he's built. Like there's a handbook for the dead. they They have to go to all this civil service, you know, Frickin' DMV lines and what have you, you know, all this craziness, bureaucracy. Did we
1: learn about Beetlejuice, who is apparently infamous in the under, like netherworld? Right. Yeah, right, crew. right, yeah. right.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and yeah, you're definitely supposed to, uh, you know, feel <coughs> feel sympathy or or empathy for for those characters.
1: So so at the end of the day, as far as the movie goes, because in the cartoon Beetlejuice is obviously like an antihero or, you know, he's the main character. Like, is Beetlejuice more of an antagonist? He's just, like, the opposing force in the movie? Or do you think he's actually a bad person, a bad guy? Because he, he just wants to get out of realm Yeah.
0: Yeah, but, but I think I think what he's willing to do to get out of the Netherworld is what makes him a bad guy, right? Like, I mean, I, I don't think it's unfounded. Like, Beetlejuice is a bad guy, but but... The reason why he he's loved in this is because he's he's funny and he steals the you know all the scenes that he's in and you 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 crack up like there's he's that unfiltered id you know that just says what he wants to say does what he wants to do and and on top of that it's almost like you know he's a dude that wants to you know fuck anything that moves but all he's doing is chewing ice because of mystical he's not not doing it because he 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 is using willpower to hold back he's not not doing it because he can't cuz there's mystical rules cuz he's stuck in the nether world right and that's why he's like come on i can help but you know what you got to do you got to say my name you know like like you know like so yeah I mean, I mean, you know, and I, I guess, you know, to me in the cartoon, he's more of like a lovable, lovable prankster. You know what I mean? Like, like you get the vibe he'd never hurt Lydia or whatever, or not intentionally, at any rate, right? And and and, but yeah, he's always lying. He's always fucking up. It's 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 more like he's, you know, he's like Bart Simpson in the cartoon. That's a ghost with powers. than, then I don't know. In the in the movie, he's he's probably. You know, he's he's certainly not like Bart Simpson. You know, he's he's more, you know, I mean, I mean, at best, I don't know. He's more like a, a Loki trickster, where it's like he's mischievous. The the you know you may you may find things about him funny and or attractive, but in reality, you you would never want to be uh, on the receiving end of his terror or or jokes or or whatever, right?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. And I mean to that point, you know, um I and mean, when I when I pause that question, I'm I I'm not saying like, you know, oh is Beetlejuice the secret hero? No, I'm not saying anything bullshit like that. But uh it it goes to show that like when Beetlejuice does his hauntings, his, his scaring of the, the deetses, they're fucking terrified. You know, they're like, you know, the the snake banister, you know, the come for your daughter, Chuck and like you know all that they they actually do become scared they're like kind of terrified and and the, the, that's another like you know through line in the movie is like they're like you know lydia i thought you said these ghosts were good you know like and she's like no this is Beetlejuice. he's 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 bad you know
0: well i mean i mean there's definitely that argument that those two that he he hits with the hammers are dead right you never see them again I mean, they're they're about as dead right. as the Phantom Zone criminals and Superman too. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Yeah. Well, and as I'm saying he's he, he's he's the ghost with the most. You know, he he as far as what he does, he's really good at it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I was I was just wondering, like, because, well, it, it's more like our culture nowadays where the bad guy is cool. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, it's like, no, like, Beetlejuice is like, you know, like, this, like, you know, like, like, like Loki. Loki is now kind of a good guy. And, you know, like, like, I agree totally. Like, he's an antagonist and he's also, he's willing to do anything to get what he wants in the movie. And he doesn't care. He doesn't want to marry Lydia because he loves her unlike the cartoon where that's her that's his friend he's just like you know this, this ensures i you know i get i get out of the netherworld you know and i can do whatever the fuck i want you know
3: <laughs> Yee-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> Yee-hoo! having
0: trouble with a living you tired of to have your home space violent you wanna get rid of them pesky living creatures once and for all? Well, come on down and see me, folks, because I'm the aftermath leading bio Yes, sir. Reed. Come on down here, and I wanna tell you, I'll do anything.
3: I'll scare them real bad. The point is, folks, I'm gonna do anything to get your business. Hell, I'll possess myself if I gotta. Whoa! Yo, I got demons
1: running all through me. All through me. Come on down here and see it. Hey, be back like now. You get a free demon possession with every exorcism. Ah, you can't beat that, can you? And bring a little parts
3: down here. Hell, we got plenty of snakes and lizards for him to play with. There's no problem with that at all. So say it once, say it twice, third time the charm. And remember, I'll eat anything you want me to eat. I'll swallow anything you want me to swallow. So come on down now. Chew on a dog.
1: Oh!
0: So I mean, I think I think we kind of set our piece on Beetlejuice, right? Like any any other final thoughts before we we sign off for the night?
1: Uh, no sequel. Learn that out. yeah, I'm good. <laughs> all
0: right, all right, yeah.
1: So if you have any comments,
0: questions, and or concerns, uh, you can reach us at fanholespodcast at gmail dot com, and we can also be found on streaming services. We're on. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And we can be found on all kinds of social media. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we appreciate all the likes, hearts, shares, and retweets that we receive. So until the next time, this is Derek, Derek WC, Lydia in the cartoon, has the same voice as Jubilee from X Men the Animated Series,
2: signing off. <laughs> this is Justin. I'll eat anything you want me to eat. I'll swallow anything you want me to swallow. I'll
1: chew on it all. And this is Tony. Shake, shake, and oh, that shake, man of mine, Beetlejuice, work, what a guy! I'm the man of sound
3: Work, sonora, work it all the time My girl's name is Sonora I tell you friends I adore her And when she dances, oh brother She's a hurricane in all kinds of weather Jump in the line, rock your body on time Okay, I believe you jump in the line, rock your body on time Okay, I believe you jump in the line, rock your body on time Okay, I believe you jump in the line, rock your body on time okay, Shake, 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 Sinora Shake your body line Shake, 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 Sinora Shake it all the time Work, 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 Sinora Work your body line Work, 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 Sinora Work it all the time You can talk about cha-cha Tango, waltz, or the rumba Sinora's dance has no title You jump in the saddle, hold on to the bridle Jump in the line, rock your body at time Okay Work, 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 Sinora, work it all the time. Sinora, she's a sensation, the reason for aviation. And fellas, you got to watch it. When she wind up, she bottoms, she go like a rocket. Jump in the line, rock your body in time. Okay, I believe you. Jump in the line, rock your body in time. Heist star skirts a little higher. Jump in the line, rock your body in time. Off the chimney. Jump in the line, rock your body in time. Whoa. Shake, 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 Senora Shake your body line Work, 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 Senora Work it all the time Dance, 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 Senora Dance it all the time Work, 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 Senora Work it all the time Senora dances Calypso Left to right is the tempo, and when she gets the sensation, she go up in the air, come down in slow motion. Jump in the line, your body and time. Okay, I believe you jump in the line, park your body and time. Somebody help me. Jump in the line, park your body and time. Okay, I believe you. Jump in the line, park your body in time. Shake, 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 Sidora, shake your body line. Shake, 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 cinora, shake it all the time.
2: Derek, I don't think we survived the podcast. <laughs>
3: you <Yeah>, think? <laughs> <laughs>